Caesar presents the Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wild. Well, friends, Hi. it's time for Panago Meatless Mondays. Yep. Summertime. You want to look fresh? You got to eat fresh. Yeah. With you, veggie fresh been, pizzas. You ever you ever look in the mirror and go, I look like garbage? Like me? <laughs> That's what I've been doing. That's why I'm switching to Meatless Mondays. Well, this is what's so cool. They've got um, plant-based sort of creations, which is kind of neat. So, mm -hmm. you know, you're talking about... 100% uh, organic tomato sauce, no artificial colors or flavors. The dough is made 100 with 100% Canadian wheat. And, you know, we got some kind of neat creations. So they've got a plant-based spicy Hawaiian plant, which I've had, and it's amazing. Plant-based veggie medley, plant-based Mediterranean. All really, really good. I'm glad that you said that the crust was whole wheat. I was worried that it was made of, like, venison or something. <laughs> I was really Oh, worried. no! The concept's Oh, uh, the wild boar <laughs> crust! No, we forgot! Can you imagine? So please make sure that you check out Panago Pizza's Meatless Mondays. Do it! With your face. Jesse. And body. Jesse. Yes. What would you like? Pineapple on pizza. Is that a yay or a nay? Pineapple pizza is a yay every single time. Okay. It is a, um, I ain't for it or again it. You ain't for it or again it. Yeah, now, I, I wouldn't order it, but if it's around, I'm like, ah, I'm going to put that in my face for okay. sure. All right. I'm not like one of those people, pineapple. There's, I don't know. Of all the things to take a hard stance on, I feel like pineapple's not it. I don't know why people get so offended about it. I, I don't either. Yeah. It's been it, around for so long. Why is it a thing now? Yeah. It's, it's like, uh. It's like Neil Ander changing his number. Yeah, well, hang yeah. on to that. How it hang, ruins your day. Hang on to How that. How could I possibly hang on to it, well, Adam? You could. You it's could, a hurricane tearing this damn city apart. <laughs> you could. You could get over it. You by, miss us, everybody. By a random act of pizza from Panago Pizza. Oh yeah, free pizza. So at Panago, they're giving away free pizza nights for you and your friends. The catch: you just have to follow them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Follow the directions. Stay tuned for your chance to win. It is that easy and that delicious. Winners are going to be announced in the comments section of the hashtag Random Acts of Pizza giveaway post. We might be giving away one or maybe ten. Depends on how hungry you're feeling. We don't know. It's random. Make sure that you follow at Panago underscore pizza for your chance to win gift certificates for free pizza as well. And sweatshirts, totes, hats, everything. You can check it out at Panago.com slash random acts of pizza for meatless Mondays, kids. Because that's what we're doing in the summertime. We're eating light and fresh. Just like William Nylander. Yes. Who ruined everybody's day. Steve, I know you've been holding back. I know that you've had this conversation 40 times in the car today. Yes. William Nylander pretending to be Eric Lindros. How dare he? Leaf legend, Eric Lindros, let me say. So, I was on the ice today. I was in Oshawa. Del Park Holmes Arena, formerly known as Legends. Legends sounded better. Uh, I was there with How To Hockey. Mm. Jeremy Rupke. Coach Jeremy. Mm -hmm. He was teaching me how to uh, a number of things. How to Dougie, how to shoot, and how to skate. He was teaching me some drills. And we were just, you know, chatting it up, as YouTubers do. Hey, how can we be bad people today? No, we try to be on the, on the side of the Jedi. I go on my Twitter, and I see that William Nylander has changed his number. And he says, hey, it's on me. It's on me, Leaf Station. If, if you want to go, change your jersey, because I'm sure a lot of you got the 29 Nylander. If you want, some of you 
might be really hardcore and have the 39 Nylander, which was the that's first very number hardcore. he wore. This is now and the that's fourth. the old logo. Yes, it is the old logo. And this will be the fourth number that Nylander has worn in the Leafs organization. Really? He was 62 <clears throat> with the Marlies. Right. He was 39 uh, when he got called up to the Leafs because Lou Lamorella was GM and shut up and put on 39. And uh, then he got 29 and now 88. Never understood why Lou did that. Just let the pick, player pick the number he to wants. To establish dominance. Oh. To esta- it, was, it was basically teabagging and Xbox. We're going to give you the worst number imaginable. Yeah. Justin Hall wears three. Travis Dermott also wears three. In the same year. Oh, was one traded? No. Don't care. <laughs> we only, we're just switching nameplates. He didn't... Lou Lamarillo did not care. So, Sonny Lander goes, it's on me. And I go, gosh, what a smart thing to do. What a smart thing to do by a smart young man. Because, look, would you call his season last year good? No. Jesse? Uh, some parts. Some parts, he had moments, yeah, he but it was moments good that were good. Most not, were right. though. Yeah, most not. Most not. Yeah. Most not. Not good. Most. Not good. Most. Of course, couldn't have said it better myself. There you go. So why not change it up? Change up the 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 voodoo, whatever. Change change up your mojo a little bit. Go get back to your roots. Wear eighty eight. Maybe he forgot. Maybe he was like that creepy old Italian man who looks like several Muppets characters. <laughs> Is still here, and that's why I gotta wear 29. Oh, wait! I don't gotta do that anymore. I can wear whatever I want. I wanna wear 88. The Hey Leafs Nation, it's on me part. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. I Brilliant. thought that was good marketing, yeah. Good marketing, goodwill. <clears throat> There's so many people. Hey, guys, it's on me. Don't worry about it. It's on me. I get it. It's a pain in the ass. Like, it's difficult to invest in a jersey. Because you never know when a guy's going to get traded, or Mm -hmm. start to stink, send out a bad tweet, or change their number. So he said he's going to cover it. Snizbone does not tweet very often, but he sent out a tweet today saying I'm going to cover it. All I could think about was how brilliant that was, and how happy I am that this guy's on my team. As soon as I closed my phone, I go, I am going to go back to this in a couple hours, Mm -hmm. and it is going to be a just... An absolute shit tornado. <laughs> Guess what, folks? Guess what, kids? That's exactly what it was. Because he cannot wear 88. Why? Why can he not wear 88? Because Leafs Nation, Adam, they stood there. Spoiler alert for people who are planning on reading Harry Potter. I'm just warning you right now. Three, two, one. Leafs Nation was like Harry Potter... In the Deathly Hallows, the second part, after they invade Hogwarts, and they took a little bit of creative license from the book, but that's okay, you're trying to make a movie. And they're saying, how dare you stand where he stood? With who? Eric Lindros. Eric Eric Lindros. Who played 30 games? Legendary. 33. 33 games for the Leafs. 33. 22 points in 33 games. For number 88. He was a good leaf, in my opinion. He just didn't play very often. It's unfortunate what happened that year, because Matt Sunday got injured early. Uh He took over. 
Yep. And then Eric got injured as soon as Matt's came back. Yep. And that was that was when uh, graphics were still terrible for the NHL video games, but they were just experimenting with uh, not having every player the exact same size. Oh, and Eric was literally a tree stump. Well, so your your first two lines were <laughs> and then you could have like a little, the skinny little guy. It was hilarious. You could put Kyle Wellwood on the other wing. Yeah. And then you'd have no centers. But played 33 games. Was not captain. Did not win a cup. Did not set any records with this team. Did not see a playoff game. Did not see a bloody playoff game. And had he played more than 33 games, I have no doubt the Leafs would have made the playoffs that year. And if I had wheels, I'd be a wagon on him. For some reason, Eric Lindros, Leaf legend. That's the line. That's the line people drew. Why? Why? Can I just say why? Sure. People don't like William Nylander. Can I say why? Why? He held out. Kidding! It's not why you hate William Nylander. It is not why people hate William why Nylander. Why do people hate William Nylander? Other players have held out. Flames fans with Johnny Gaudreau, they got over it. Blue Jackets fans with Josh Anderson, Darren Ferris' client, they got over it. People get over it with people. Is it because Nylander came out of the gate pretty poor? Probably. Probably a little bit of that. But he was good before that. Mm-hmm. He was good the season before that, but it, and the season before but that. But his name was always linked to trades. His name was always linked to trades. Why? Why? Not popular. Why? Because a lot of people grew up hating Michael Nylander. No, that's not it. I don't. I don't even think that was the case. I remember as a kid being like Michael Nylander. There's a guy. I might have even traded for him a couple times in NHL 2001. You don't like William Nylander because you were never going to like William Nylander. He's a baby-faced European who, despite the fact that you've seen him go into corners, you are always going to believe that he never goes into corners. And let's just throw it out there. Throw the gauntlet on the table. He looks better than you. <laughs> you think that's why people don't like him? Because he's hot! <laughs> I'll straight up say it! I have a question. <laughs> I think that Men that do not like Nylander because he's hot! <laughs> that's why they're jealous of him! Jesse? On Twitter today... What was worse? The people hating on Lindros for wearing 88, or Lindros, Nylander for wearing 88, or the people who overcompensated for the people who were hating on William Nylander? Because those people were just as annoying as the people who were hating on William Nylander. Jesse, the answer is yes. (laughs) The answer is yes. I read a tweet on the way in here. Friggin' Lindros did nothing. Yeah. He, he held out and he let his parents meddle in his career. And what a big baby. And remember at the home opener when he just skated up to center ice, dropped his hockey pants, and took a shit right off the Leafs logo. None of that happened. No. None of that. Holy shit, is this a mid-July story. Everyone shut up. Get over yourselves. And if you have a Nylander jersey, go to the store, get the numbers changed, and then promptly dunk your head in the toilet. Now, if Mitch Marner was under contract, doesn't matter if the term or the number, and he changed his number from 16 to 17, and he did the same thing, what would mm-hmm. be the reaction? Me- or no, 16 to, I don't know, 66, N- let's say. No, how about this? How about Neil, uh, Marner on the first day at camp, or sorry, the day before the first game of the season, signs an a five-year contract making $12.5 million per year. He could change his number to 12.5, and people would still like him more than William Nylander. Why is it, though? Honestly, He's hot! It can't be that. It's because he's hot! Why is it that you've had networks that tried to trade him? 
Because they weren't as hot as William Nylander that either. Be you, it. Have you ever seen someone call for a William Nylander trade who is as hot as William Nylander? No. I no, don't you haven't. I don't think it exists. We found it. We found it because he's cute. You Damn really it. think that's it? Yes. And he wears funny sunglasses that I don't wear. Because I think... I would never wear those sunglasses. I think it's because he's quiet. He's quiet and hot. It's a terrible combination. Phil Kessel was quiet when he came to Toronto. People didn't like that. Not as hot. Funny Listen, I'm cool. not ragging on the guy. <laughs> we found it just... Uh, I don't know if we did. Nah, yes, I don't we know did. if we did either, Jesse. I'm not sure I'm on board with also, this. Uh, I'm on board with it. Uh, 14 is retired, by the way, so he couldn't switch the number there. No, but what I mean, if what if but it it's was... But it's What if it was 66, like Meryl Lemieux? Oh, okay. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Well, like, I mean, you, you know the shit Josh Hosan caught, but people be like, well, you know, Mitch, he's just as good because people in Toronto are that diluted about how good Mitch Marner is. And no doubt, Mitch Marner's very good, but there would be people who'd be like, yeah, well, he's on the same career trajectory. No. I, I need Kyle Dubas to trade someone for a seventh rounder in the worst way. <laughs> like, just, blue car! And like he thought he did it with Dakota Joshua, and it didn't work. Didn't they're still bloodthirsty. When was he drafted? 2014? Who cares? I don't know. Yeah, what was that? 2013. Anyway, I believe that I have a legitimate reason to be upset that William Nylander changed his number. Oh, uh-huh. a legitimate reason. A legitimate oh, as reason. To, as opposed to my reason. Okay, what is it, Adam? I have a legitimate a, reason. Okay, What's here, the reason? you go ahead and give your I'm real reason. I'm excited to hear this. I have the only legitimate reason to be upset about William Nylander changing his number and changing it to 88. With that. And that legitimate reason is I have an autographed William Nylander jersey in which the 29 is autographed. And that is the only legitimate reason that you can be upset. If you're, if you're someone that cares that much, and believe me, I don't. But in the hypothetical world where I care as much as whoever's hanging out online and in a 30-degree day tweeting about oh. this, um, Phones are I mobile. believe that that's the only reason. And yes, the number, the, the, the logo on the front is signed. And the number on the back is signed, so I cannot change it. It is 29, and it is 29 forever. It's a collector's item, yeah. then. You're, I think that's even better. Yeah, your collector's item that was already a collector's item is now a collector's yeah, item. Yeah, you should be even happier about that. Yeah. I'm upset, because it's not <laughs> accurate. Because I'm going to debate this online. And, and Jesse, to your point, the people that felt the need to wa- to rise to William Nylander's defense yeah, on this. Yeah, I hated that. Here <laughs> <laughs> are his stats and why they're better than Eric Lindros. Like, I don't... Okay, <laughs> can I call no, out someone individually? <laughs> I always worry about calling someone out individually, especially if yeah, I like them. I think I, I know who you're calling I worry out. about ruining their day. <laughs> Heart of pump the friggin' brakes! <laughs> really? William Nylander is objectively better than Mitch Martin. Pump the friggin'... <laughs> How expensive are, are bikes? Who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? Heart of Lad! <laughs> who's was a friend of the show. He's a friend of the show! We text! You sent him a text about this? Not yet. Oh, this is it. Should have maybe. This is my. Or you called him out on the show? <laughs> and you should send him a text. Texting him how I always text my friends, shouting it at so them on the podcast. What was Hart of his argument? Literally, Nylander is objectively better than Marner based on chart. And that's why he can change his number. No, did it have I think anything? He was just like, how did it I get into that? Actually, one? you know what's amazing? I think he said this before. I think he's actually tweeted that before the number controversy. Oh, okay. Which means he had even less reason to say it. <laughs> Can we all? Oh my God! Like I got to do four days radio after this. What am I going to talk about? I don't know what you guys. What am I going to talk about? Blue Jays. Tomorrow you're going to talk about this. Well, now there's an article up on Sportsnet about Edwin Encarnacion being signed by the Blue Jays. Maybe so you could talk about oh, that great. tomorrow. Good, cool. <laughs> Over the hill, Edwin Encarnacion. 
and far away. Yeah. Listen, I, I'm with you. I think it's stupid. Um, and I think it's ridiculous. And let me just run through the trending topics in Toronto right now. Lindros, Nylander, Willie, Leafs. So four of the top. One, two, we'll three, four, there. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Is Meatless Mondays on there? Meatless Mondays is not up there yet. Yet. Steve Tangle Podcast? Are they Just up saying. there? How to hockey? Not, not yet. Not no. yet. But this is the Heart thing. Of Vlad. It's so blatantly stupid. Yeah. Like if you if you really care about this, you have to wonder what what are you doing with your life? I think anybody on <laughs> either side who took the time to send a tweet about it is in the wrong. Wow. I haven't tweeted if, about it. Good. Yep. If you if you tweet about I did it, not you'll tweet be wrong. About it either. Thank you. Because I don't care. Thank you. I literally don't care. It's a number change. Who cares? It's yes. It changes number. LeBron changed yes. his number this summer, or no? No, he can't until next year. Next year. Yeah, because he missed the uh, March fifteenth deadline. So he, there's a deadline. Why can't? Yeah, because Nike, oh, Nike has to get rid of the. They have to plan for it. They're oh. a billion dollar company. So they said they have too many LeBron twenty three Laker jerseys in inventory for him to switch in time for next season. That's a bad sign, right? But Durant's going to yeah. switch. Well, they, they pre-plan. Oh. You know? So Durant switch. had already planned it. He had filed his his uh, jersey switch by the deadline. He got it in. But LeBron's just like, ah, I'm just going to do this, and Nike's going to make an exception. And Nike's just like, hold on a second, LeBron. No, <laughs> actually, we can't. Yeah. I built a school! <laughs> okay, that's so not how it So next works. year, he'll be number six. One more season of 23. If I was LeBron, I would just run into like all sorts of stores. I would try to get at all sorts of situations <laughs> just by shouting that I built a school. <laughs> I built a school! <laughs> Sir, do you know how fast you were going? I built a school! <laughs> and it wouldn't work. Wouldn't work. You never know, it might. He built a school! He built, built a school! You know, that, should like that. that should get you a little bit Can of... Can LeBron wear 88? I say yes. Oh, okay. Have any notable basketball players ever worn Can 88? Can Josh Hosang wear 23? Oh, oh my God. It's funny what? in the NBA because half the guys in the league wear 23. I know. As long as yeah. you're not on Chicago. Not like Michael Jordan. You can wear 23 because you're a fan. Like, yeah. why aren't guys just wearing it? Well, I guess because retired, but like, where are the numbers? Gretzky's is retired league-wide because yeah. the league was like, you're, thank you for keeping us afloat in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, and also no one will ever be better than you. What if all of a sudden <laughs> one day every player is better than Gretzky? It could happen. And then you can't wear 99. None of them can. The way athletics are going, like, it yeah. looks like it's trending towards everybody just gets better at every sport eventually and everything's going to surpass everything. So who knows? You could argue that every player in the NHL right now is better than Wayne Gretzky probably was. What? If you take modern equipment yep. and modern athletics and you throw them back modern in... Training. in modern training. Modern yeah. training, yeah. You throw them back in 98... When he retired. That's not even him at his peak. Yeah. I would argue that, I would argue that Wayne Gretzky might have... He might be pretty good. Cody Cece would break his damn ankles. <laughs> he would. He'd wreck his shit. Dangles Cody all day. Oh, he'd just wreck his shit. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder about that. I wonder if Wayne Gretzky, at his peak, yeah. would but you, be... He has to do his era's equipment and training. He does. Yeah. yeah. His yeah. era's equipment and training. Could he even make the NHL with that era's... Because I don't know that you could, because those guys would be like... Hey man, uh, practice is over. Let's you know smoke a blunt and drink some beer. Like literally, it was the eighties, man. Like let, they didn't have any drug testing, so like Sorry. so sometimes just... you're not prepared to hear the term smoke a blunt. Well, that's what they did. They I, smoke I don't a blunt. To be blunt, they smoke them. Exactly. Yes. Um, some actual not news. Mm. But this oh. is the this more is, not news. You know what I love about this is that this part of the year is great. The the basketball is just continues to go well. 
Who's the free agent class next yeah. year? Where do they want to sign? By the way, like, constant relevance and constant relevance. Yeah. They're not relevant right now. No? Like, even, no, the basketball topics are all pretty freaking tight. Good, good. Yeah. Stoke for tomorrow. Yeah. This week is the slowest week in sports. From, I thought it was last week, though. Well, the MLB also, because we got the um, the Westbrook news last week. So right. it still counts. Right. So, and yeah. then this week you go into it. All-Star break is gonna, uh, it's done, and then if you count like the seven days from that, that's the slowest week in sports. You, you want to know about my about? my thoughts on Lourdes Guriel Jr.? <laughs> Rowdy Telez being sent down. Oh, how after hitting, do that? After hitting 200? Oh, like, man. That's pretty good Jesus. for the Jays. Man, how could you send down a guy that hit 200 home runs? <laughs> nope. Nope, that's not what that means? <laughs> you want to swap spots there, Jesse? Uh, no, no. Oh, boy. Um, it's going to be great. <laughs> Bob McKenzie did have something to say on the Marner situation. He did. Oh, and is, I like to oh, think really? he was yeah. half in the bag when he said it. Now, he's, this is pretty much what we thought, but when Bob McKenzie kind of confirms it, then you kind of know. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to fast forward right to the tweet. As for Marner, my view from afar is that it's probably close to or at the point where Toronto hopes an offer sheet is tendered. Oh, dope. That would force slash allow for closure uh, one way or the other. You can match the offer, or you can take the compensation, but it would be done. Because, unless I'm reading this wrong, there exists a fundamental difference in the perception of value and term between the two sides, and it's going to make getting a negotiated settlement very difficult. Okay, back to vacation. This bike isn't going to ride itself to town. Can you read the first one again? As for Marner, my view from afar is that it's probably close to or at the point where Toronto hopes an offer sheet is tendered. Stop. He doesn't know. Yeah. Say it again. Oh, he said, my view from afar. Yep. Is probably... Probably! Yeah, close to the point where Toronto hopes an offer sheet is tendered. So where do you think this comes from? Just his opinion? Yeah, somebody Uh, asked him. Yeah, I think it's his opinion. And I mean, he talks to people and I'm sure... uh, Listen, I'm not saying he's not informed. He's... This is based on something, for sure, but he's guessing. He's guessing. I think the Leafs are relatively airtight. And we don't know. But he did touch on something that... Uh, I think we've all wondered for a long time, and that's simply that, listen, Marner wants to be a Leaf. I think that mm-hmm. that has been confirmed by now. And didn't Aaron Portsline tweet that, that Columbus was thinking about going after Marner and that, they're, that they oh. had reached out to the agent and the agent said, well, he kind of wants to be a Leaf. They're, they're, so, they're, yeah, that, so was, they're, a, that was a to, thing. <laughs> to me, that's your hinge point right there. It's like, well, he want, so if you're the Leafs, you go, okay, then we'll just wait. The Columbus Blue Jackets, considering relevance, just printed on your season tickets. <laughs> oh, my God. They're, they're going to be empty you, dude, next season. Go up. Go up. Do whatever you got to do, man. Did you see the chart that TSM put out about since the uh, trade deadline, the the assets that have gone out from Columbus? No. Crazy. And the things they've lost? It's insane. I want to try and pull it up. Yeah. They did when they swept the lightning. Yeah. It just sucks they weren't able to keep that going. Yeah. But back to Marner. Yes. I mean... So there he, you go. He wants to be a Leaf, but what we've confirmed is there is just a genuine one thinks he's worth Matthew's money, and the Leafs, I think, exist on Earth. Now, there exists a <laughs> concept in negotiation. Yes. In this particular case, are you the buyer or are you the seller? Yeah. In this case, the Leafs are the buyer. Mitch Marner is selling his services. Right. So when you sell your services... You obviously want to sell them for the highest price you can possibly get. Of course. However, sometimes you got to sell them for what the market will bear. 
even if you're not happy with it. And I would venture that most people, no matter how, I bet Apple would be like, sure, would love to sell iPhones for five grand. Really pisses me <laughs> off that they're only two grand. Yeah. But, but we'll get there. Yeah. But we're not there yet. But we'll get there. Like that. Like if if you were to ask Apple, they'd be like, "Yeah, sure, we'll take five grand for a phone." Most people would like to get paid more than probably they're worth, right? And in Apple's case, I don't case, think anybody's getting... gonna say no. Exactly. <laughs> no, couldn't handle the pressure, so, bro. What I found interesting I want, about this, I don't want to deal with it. What I found interesting about this was the second tweet. Bob says, unless I'm reading this wrong, there exists a fundamental difference in perception of value and term. Mm. And we've heard that from CJ. We've heard that from Frege. Unless I'm reading this wrong. Well, ex exactly. But they've also, you've had three people say it, so you can pretty much guarantee yes. that there's a difference in value and, and term. Yeah. So with that in mind, <clears throat> this is where I, I think the agent's on the hot, a hot seat. And I've been very vocal in my criticism in the, in the process of what Darren Ferris does because I don't believe... His process is the most effective process out there. He thinks that he can rile up the media and rile up the fans enough that it puts enough pressure on the organization where that's his negotiation point. You're looking for the hinge point. That's what he's trying to do. There's no moral issue with it. I don't care. Do your thing. But it's a very flawed and potentially very disastrous way to go about it because they've already chewed up some of Mitch's goodwill here. There's already fans going. Oh my going, god! There's already fans going. Fine, uh -huh. fuck off then, man. Like I don't care. <laughs> yeah. And, and 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 so in this particular instance, I find it. If you are selling your house, I have a house. Steve, you have a house. Yes. If you could get thanks five, for excluding me. Yeah. D Jesse does not have a house. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Steve, you you if you could sell your house for five million dollars, if somebody said Steve, yeah. your house in Oshawa. Is the is the house I need? You could be like uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who just walked up to someone's house one day and said, "Your house is my house. This is my house." Did now. he do that? Yeah, and he bought their house right from under them. Can I do a sidebar about houses? Yeah. Did you see Tyson Berry and Nazem Kadri traded houses? No. No. <laughs> if you listen to the most recent Thirty One Thoughts podcast, Kadri's on it. Yeah. And Friedman starts out with, "So I heard you and Barry switched houses." So and Kadri's like, "Yeah, he checked out my house when I got traded, and he's picking up mine, and that's what we're doing." So there's <laughs> they're <laughs> swapping places. Are they? Is it like a rental situation? Or I don't know. I don't know the details. That's but cool. Isn't that crazy? Great idea. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and guess. Uh, Nas made money on that. But Maybe they're both they are both renting. They I would assume renting it. Oh, yeah, and they picked up each other's leases. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, anyway, it's kind well, of although they might own that houses in their particular markets, but Nas may rent from him and he may rent from Nas. Oh. until they get into their first scrap, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. Imagine they they get into a <laughs> hockey fight and you know what? That night I'm evicting you, bastard. Yeah, foreclose. Except in Toronto, you can't really evict people anyway. Oh At damn all. it, Adam! Anyway. <laughs> Stop screwing up By my way, fantasies. If anybody tries to evict you, you they can't. Um, <laughs> it's almost impossible. So, uh, in terms of the difference of in a buyer and seller market, that's what I'm going, I'm looking at this at. Right. Darren Ferris and Mitch Marner are like, my house is worth 5 million bucks in Oshawa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the market is saying no. Exactly. No. More like and $10 because it's in Oshawa. Because it's not just $5 million in Oshawa. It's $5 million plus three, three or four really nice cars. And the market, in this case, first round draft picks. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And I think that the market has kind of spoken. If if you're yeah. going to, there are teams like Columbus is what thirty million dollars in cap space right now. They got a lot. I don't know about thirty, but they got a lot. They got a ton. That you've got Florida's got some room, I think. Uh, 
I think they still have, have some, some room. Yeah. You've got other teams with lots Colorado. of room. Colorado. Colorado's got lots of room. Why not? They're uh I don't understand their offseason. I'm not gonna lie. I and I'm not criticizing it. I still think they're a really good team and they made some improvements, but like you you can spend that. Mm. Or you're just gonna keep it. So my my thinking with all of this is if the if the if the offer was gonna be made, it would have been made. Like the offer of twelve or something yeah. yeah. If you're gonna offer up four first round picks and an insane amount of money, you've made the offer already. Yeah. You've done that. Yeah. Unless somehow you believe that your owner's gonna get squirrely towards the start of next season and then all of a sudden approve this. I don't see how that's possible. But if you're Darren Ferris and you've taken it this far, you have to be thinking, well, I'm going to take this right to the end of camp then yep. and force the Leafs' hand. Now, Darren Ferris has to be holding, uh, and if I'm in his shoes, I'm going, Kyle Dubas doesn't want to be the general manager that traded Mitch Marner. Hmm. Or the guy who paid him too much money. Like people are always. No, no, but think about this. Think about this. Just okay. in that, think in that vacuum for a second. Kyle Dubas traded Mitch Marner. See, the unless they win, then it's who cares? Right. But the conversation after that is, depending upon what they get for him, yeah. is so he traded Mitch Marner and got A, B, and C, or just A. Like say he got it one person, one for one, whatever. And the Leafs don't do well. Well, Kyle Dubas is wearing the Mitch Marner trade. Mm-hmm. But last the, last July, you sit there and you say Masai Ujiri is the guy who traded Demar Derozan, and he's and, wearing and that. he was and a he's, villain. Yeah, exactly, a villain. And so he's a deity. Does Kyle Dubas walk in and say, "I'm going to do this"? I, don't I know. think so. Yeah, I think Kyle Dubas. Like, I think I think it's perfect that the the Raptors thing is perfect. Yeah. Masai is one of the guys that Kyle goes to for advice. Yes. And, yeah. And well, and that's that's so often said, and I wonder how much of an impact it's had on this off season. Yeah. I don't know. I've been overly negative, and some people have tried to talk me <laughs> off the cliff. Because I look at the Leafs roster, and I go, God, it looks a lot better with Tyson Berry on it. That's pretty dope. But the <laughs> I can't get past the Cody CC thing. I think you need to I relax don't, in the Cody CC thing. I don't, I don't yeah. understand it. It'll be fine. I don't understand. Will it? <laughs> Jesse, you cannot tell a Leafs fan, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You but, can't do that. The Cody CC thing is interesting because he's comparable to Nikita Zaitsev. That's what we were trying to escape. But we have, but we'd have him in a limit, more limited role. Mm. No, we don't. Do you trust that? Yeah. I, mm-mm. The whole time I'm like, well, you know, limited. Oh, you're worried about how Mike's gonna play him. Mike. It all comes back to Mike. <laughs> all these cute little adorable people. Just hang going, on. Going. No, no. We're getting veered. We're veering okay. yeah. Tomorrow for a second. I have to think. That if Mitch Marner is not a Toronto Maple Leaf next season, that agent needs to be fired. Is it a two-headed monster? Is it Paul and Darren? Paul Marner, Mitch's dad? Probably. Or are we just saying it's I think it's it's unfair to call, to to involve, like, the whole thank you, Paul, on Twitter thing, I think is really unfair. Uh, It's a little extra. Yeah, I don't think, and I don't think anybody that came up with that, like, I don't think they meant anything wrong, but I don't think we have any idea what, people started to say the same thing about Michael Nylander, and after the negotiations happened, people said, like, the the people close to that situation said, Michael Nylander had nothing to do with it. It was, uh, what was that guy, Louis Gross. It was Louis Gross's agent, who was, was pushing the Leafs. And the Leafs were offering, they were lowballing. They were. The Leafs didn't offer Nylander that deal until December 1st when he signed it. The <laughs> amount of money it sounds like they were actually fighting over 
Like, in retrospect, I'm like, Jesus, you couldn't get a deal done. They easily could have. And yeah. it was ridiculous that they didn't. Yeah. And Kyle Dubas owned that, yeah. right? And, but this does not sound like that at all. No. This, this sounds is... like they're, if I had to guess, like a mi $2 million apart. Yeah. I, yeah. And I don't think that Paul Marner... A year. Paul Marner, Paul Marner could be a part of this. Um, but Paul Marner also may not be at all. Mm -hmm. And and so we don't know that the two people we do know are Mitch and his agent. Yeah. So Mitch obviously believes he's worth somewhere in that neighborhood as well, and wants to be a Leaf. I, I think that's that's an important part of this, right? So it's like a it's like a tough guy tactic. Like uh, the relationship, our relationship has got to be this way. Why well, I, I can't accommodate that, so I think we need to break up. No, 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 no. So and so you're giving up the no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. But sticking to your, it's got to be this way. Now you're just in this friggin' barf argument tornado. Exactly. That but, you can't get out of. And everybody's looking for that hinge point. Everybody's looking for that lever of negotiation. Yeah. I think the least have found there is Mitch wants to be here. Yeah. So what do you do now? Do we, are we, and, and it looks like we're going to have to wait till training camp to find it. <sighs> Which because is so disappointing. So That's disappointing. the date. You know what? Honestly, just selfishly on the show, I'm so sick of talking about it. I hate it. Have to bring it up. Sick yeah. of talking about it. And when Bob tweeted that today, I was up in uh, Perth this weekend with my family, and I was like, I went, shit. And Caprice is like, what? Because it means it you got to talk about it. And I'm like, no, nah, we got to talk about Martin today. That's what I got. <laughs> Dude, last week, again, like the we're in the deadest two weeks of sports yeah. anyway. And we're like, okay, what leave topics do we have? And you know, Barry, you know, that's that's very fresh. I got to interview um, Sam Kadri, Kadri's dad. Oh, cool! That was really cool. And you know, nice guy. And you know, I th I think he wishes his son was a leaf too. But you know, he's happy to cheer for the Avalanche. And <laughs> sitting there brainstorming, and we're like, "There's Marner. <laughs> There's yeah. always Marner." We tried. But it's with an ugh. Yeah. Like, I, I want people to know now that I've seen how the sausage is made, it's not a media-driven thing. It's, <laughs> dude, there's nothing else. What do you? What would you like us to talk about? Yeah. On a, on a radio show, you want us to talk about the composition well, the of the fourth line? Is, is sports, right? Yeah. yeah. And you can't get into the composition of the, the fourth line in that arena because it's a little different, right? And, and, I mean, you could do it. It's a sure. throwaway little thing. And uh, the defense, mm -hmm. you could do a whole segment on the defense for sure. Yep. And then you can maybe have a guest on and ask him about it. But then, like, what is there? What is there? In the absence of games, <laughs> it's pretty tough. You know, new information. We had Jordan Bennington on. That's cool. We had Jordan Bennington on. Um, um, well, let's yeah, talk sorry, about, I'm getting away well, from it. You did touch on something interesting there. and I Because the last time we talked was was at uh, Old Flame, and you were legitimately concerned about how the Leafs roster looks. Yeah. And so is Cody Cece the only reason? Like, okay. Yes. He's the only reason that you're somewhat upset with how the Leafs look next year. Yes. Like, literally, yes. A roster with, and guaranteed, Tavares. Like, arguably the best hot man in hockey. M Matthews. Yes. Yeah. Freddie Anderson is a goalie. Yep. Adam, it's it's similar to the conversation we were just having with you know the 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 Raptors will have lost the Kawhi Leonard trade until it hits the court, mm -hmm. right? In terms of public opinion, uh, we lost this guy, whatever, whatever. It's got to hit the court. And in this case, it's not even that for the Leafs. They can't hit the ice and look good and win games. They they can't uh, hit 
the first round and look good and win games. They got they have to win a playoff series to earn my trust back. Literally, that's where we're at. When like, did they ever have your trust? Uh, they never had your. They had your, oh, yeah, maybe. they did. Yeah, they they had it at some point. After then, Washington, after that surprise. Oh, after Washington, a hundred percent. Because that was nobody expected them even to do that. Pushing no six games, all that. Yeah. Um, leading into the first of the consecutive Boston series, and then the last year was so weird because it was just me constantly telling myself everything's fine, everything's fine. Last everything's year wasn't fine. fun. Last year At was all. so not fun, yeah. and that stretch where every game was frigging 7-5 where Gardner was out and Dermott was out was horrible. Horrible heading into the playoffs. And then you know what those bastards did? They won game one and they won game three. (laughs) And game five. Those bastards. Seriously, the Leafs, those bastards. How did they do that to me? And now I'll just never feel safe. I don't care... We, oh, Babcock, they took all his toys away. Bullshit. He's got a brand new expensive toy. And, okay, who is the worst player on the roster, right? Doesn't matter what name you come up with. That is the player. Is that not the player you assume Babcock will overplay the most? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's got to be. Everyone's, everyone immediately when you talk to him, CC Spezza. Well, Frankie like, Corrado was the worst guy, and he didn't blame him. And Frankie Corrado objectively was the worst guy in the roster. Not the year they finished last. No, but I'm talking about the next year when Babcock they were Babcock is good. also really good at creating the worst Frankie player in Corrado the roster. Frankie didn't show up until until they were good. Until that first no, year. The no, actually good year. He played 39 games. I don't know why I know this. He played 39 games the year they finished last. Oh, okay. And he got himself suspended as well. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I remember. Um, so you <laughs> you're think, like, ah, I blocked it out. You think Cody Cece is going to play 30 minutes a game. No one plays on a light night. game. <laughs> on a light but night. Cody Cece will. But Cody Cece will. <laughs> on a light well, night. Well, yeah. All these. Oh yeah, this is what I was and getting he, to earlier. Is he, he, it is going to be hilarious to see him with Morgan Riley. Like, I, is that I, is that what's happening? Yes. I don't mind that. Tyson Berry, if, Jake Muzzin too. I don't. Uh-huh. Which in Barry Muzzin, I think. Where's Jake Gardner? Why, where is Jake Gardner? Where is Jake Gardner? Uh, it's. Uh, Ooh, I, is I he mean, waiting for Mitchie? He should sign with Colorado, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I think maybe he is, because what? Otherwise, what else is he doing? I'm sure he has offers. He might be waiting for the Leafs. Yeah, yeah. I'm very confused as to what they're doing with Gardner, but um, yeah, all these adorable people going Muzzinberry, which is a pairing I can get behind, uh, and then it's going to be Riley Cece. <gasps> but when Dermot comes back, he's going to be with Riley. Are you all on drugs? Like, do you, is this how this is going to work? You really think that's going to happen? Babcock's going to do that. Like, forget Babcock's going to do it. You also think that's going to work? I don't. Did you watch Travis Dur- uh, Listen, I've seen all the numbers. Ooh, pretty. Oh, look. Look, he's got a lot more blue than red. Yeah, I can I've, I can see it too, guys. But you think that's going to work? You think it's going to work and it's what he's going to do? What in his tenure as Leafs coach has led you to believe you will get what you want? Frig off with your hopes and dreams. You're not going to get it. Adam. So CC's going to play 20 minutes a night. Jesse. From a rational standpoint. Oh, mm-hmm. frig your rational. Why do you think 
Kyle Dubas made the decision to have Cody Cece on this roster for the 2019 season? That's a fan friggin' tastic question. You know that is a good. That is a really good question. Why did you do I it? initially under, misunderstood the arbitration rules? I thought the Leafs could just. I thought the Leafs had to sign on to whatever agreement they, he would have won in, in arbitration. If, if I they th- went to arbitration, he it, they were expecting him to get five point three million. Mm-hmm. Holy and I, shit! And at that really? point, you can walk away from the contract. Yeah. So if yes. if that was the case, I would have let them do it. But then then I look at it and I go, okay. So you've 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 got. And they know that because we are not smarter than them when it comes to these things. So they made the conscious decision to not do that and sign him to this roster. I wonder if they were like, we need a warm body. And like other defensemen they've had in the past, maybe a guy that was bought out this summer, there may be a pump and dump aspect to this. Hmm. Cody Cece has never eclipsed 30 points. Are you surprised by that? No. But I I want to know, like, is the judge is the arbitrator his uncle it's or something? They or also like based on what he used to make too, mm-hmm. right? It's not just based on his play; it's based on like what he made previously. Oh so Ottawa sort of did that to themselves uh, because they kept they, they gave him that big raise pretty early on after his ELC. Ottawa's I believe screwing everything up. Fold, God, I'm so sick so of this. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think they just wanted a guy with numbers, like mm-hmm. a guy who would like numbers of games. I think and and. You know, really, the worst case scenario is they go, uh, this guy sucks, and they drop him to another team, and he's mm-hmm. gone. And then there's another friggin' year. But yeah, there's but what was another the, year. But, but Steve, they were, what else were they going to There wasn't anything else out there. And I don't think that's the make or break of a championship. No, exactly. God, I, think I, you're, I, I mean, you, you're talking about the Chicago Blackhawks won the championship, their last one, with half of, no, right. a quarter of Kimo Tiemann working. Yeah. Like, oh my God! He the Blackhawks like minutes a game. Literally won the 2015 Cup with three defensemen. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. And who, it was who unbelievable. Big three: Barry, Riley, Muzzin. Muzzin. It's that's pretty good. It's, pretty, it's not those three, but it's pretty good. And I'm not saying that Mike is going to play the guys the way they should be played because if, in, in my view, there's a lot of stuff that Mike does where I'm like, Mike, you're you're nuts. And so I understand. I see your point. Mm-hmm. But I also look at Cody Cece and go, he's not going to kill them. It's not like Cody Cece's going to go out there and start swinging at John Tavares and Austin Matthews' head with his stick like, ah, I'm one of you. <laughs> oh, my God. You're out of time. How could you say that out loud? I'm going to take it, it back. Delete this part. I'm going to take them from the inside. From the, yeah, oh I'm takes God. a big bomb from the point, Jesse, and hits them all in the head. All ah! three of them at once on the power play where he'll be playing. No. <laughs> it ping, pings ping. off all of them. It's one <laughs> shot, three kills. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Double kill. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be Kerfoot and Bracco on Unit One. Let's go. <sighs> so you know, it's it's just it's just that like I think you're hyper focusing on a guy that's been Ottawa's whipping boy for a long time. Right. I'm not saying Cody Cece is a great hockey player. I believe that Cody Cece is just four years less of Nikita Zaitsev. Did, right. did you, did you, well, first of all, yes. Second of all, did you see the headline? For, uh, there was an article on theleafsnation.com. Mm-hmm. If Ben Harper plays one season with the Leafs, or sorry, plays one game with the Leafs, they should just stop trying. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was so, so brutal. So I, it's, I feel like the Leafs need to win our trust and love back. Well, here's like a the, lot of this fan base, so man. The, I really do. Here's the question. I sure. can't believe they did this to us again. If, like, seriously. If the Leafs have no defensemen, under contract, yeah. Under after this season, nothing except for Morgan Riley. Morgan Riley, Riley yeah. Morgan Riley, they've won. 
bomb deal. Yeah, so Dermot's going to have to have, Dermot's going to be an RFA, so you know he's not going to sign until right before training camp because that's the new <laughs> RFA thing. No. Um, but in, in all honesty, Tyson Berry's ask, according to Luke Fox, is right around $8 million annually. I, based on his numbers, I can't believe that's it. Well, if that's, if that's the ask, do you not just do that now? Mm-hmm. Or do you just wait and see? Because here's the thing. No Tyson Berry's going to have a good year this year, I think, playing with guys like Austin Matthews and John Tavares. I mean, he played with Nate McKinnon last year, so he knows how to play with skill guys. But he's going to yeah. have lots of power play time, like he always has. And he's going to have a pretty lethal, we think, power play to work with. Whether it's unit one or unit two. He had 59 points last season, so if you sign him now, like how much more money is he going to be able to ask for? But look at what John Carlson signed for a year ago. What did John Carlson sign for? Eight million over eight years. Yeah. So, like, do you hate Tyson Berry at eight million over eight? Not really, no. Because eight million in eight years is going to be like what four million is now. The only thing, well, eight years I don't totally love just because he was a 2009 yeah. draft pick yeah. he's know, 27 yeah he's got he's got the baby face is he only 27 yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, okay i don't i thought he was older than that yeah i don't i don't hate it like, i almost look at that and go that's an easy one i'll do that hmm. i guess yeah. you want to see how the guy fits into your system but all the same like i think if, he'll fit even if you do have eight million dollar tyson berry people would be like yeah, okay, we'll take him. And, like, you're yeah. and you're splitting the difference on a $5 million Morgan Riley. Like, yeah. you have that great contract, so you can afford to pay somebody else and another, a, $4 a higher million amount. Jake Muzzin for yeah. one a more year. $13 million top pair. <sighs> That's all right. Take that. That's all right. Also, and that doesn't start for another season. Yeah. Re- oh, Barry. It's not even this yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. This it's year. Like $7 million top pairing right if now. You, less. Six. Less. Muzzin, it's Muzzin Barry, right? Oh, Muzzin. Well, I was, yeah, going, yeah. I was going Riley Barry. Doesn't matter. Also. Cheap. In Midget B one year, Tyson Berry scored 130 points. Is that a real thing? That's a real thing. What, so what, what if he repeats it? How bless long elite before prospects. he replicates that? <laughs> right? Yeah. It's only, it's only it's time. True. It's true. <laughs> Eliteprospects.com is the most ridiculous website yeah, ever. They track stats for games you forgot you played in. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's nuts. It's nuts. I don't um, know. Where, where do they get the game sheets for that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I don't know where you'd find that. They have players so obscure that, like... There's people I know who didn't realize they were on the site. Because, <laughs> like, really? they're like, what? I didn't know I played relevant enough hockey to be included on this site. There you go. Cool. Yeah. But they're an elite prospect then. They sure <laughs> are. If you're on that site, Everybody. You on that site you're an elite prospect, right? That's, that's the bare minimum? As long I, as your name is so. on the site, you are an official elite, elite prospect. Type Adam Wilde so. into it right now. I'm not on that. I can yeah, guarantee you. Are you serious, though? Yeah, What's the I'm highest like, level you got to? Single A, man. I was terrible. Type Justin Fisher. Oh. Yeah, Justin Fisher's in there for sure. I don't actually know if that was a... Hey, speaking of Tyson Berry and Justin Fisher, mm-hmm. did you see the no video Justin I posted Fisher. last night? No. So, uh, I forgot that once upon a time I interviewed Tyson Berry. Oh, and this is supposed to be super cringy. It was 10 years ago, and I reacted to it in a video, and... Uh, is it bad? Wow, is it bad. It's so bad, what dude. What do you think is your favorite question you asked him? Uh, when I asked him, I think I asked him basically why he was out of breath after I had said he was at the gym and then he said he was at the gym. I was, or no, I, yeah, I was like, what, what were you doing? Why are you out of breath? And you'd already said that he yeah. was at the gym? <laughs> this is horrible. Is, 
<laughs> like, I wanted to know the specific workout he was doing. No one cared, Steven! It's awful. It's terrible. And I got, I got, I got dozens of those. I got so many of those interviews to go through. I'm gonna make it a regular thing. So if you like cringe theater, got some for you, kids. Amazing. Ugh. Um, you know, we got about 15 minutes left here. Whoa. I think it might be a good time to do a little press conference. What do you guys say? The Steve Dangle Press Conference. We got a purulator truck behind us today? Oh, we are do! They, are they hiring? Yeah. I don't think you can see it in the camera, though. No? There are enough around the corner that oh. we don't know that if they're hiring or not. Pay us! They owe us money for that hey, one show. Hey, somebody asked me something on Twitter today. Mm-hmm. And I think because they maybe forgot or misheard, but Jeremy said, On the next STB, can you go back to your hot take about McDavid asking for a trade? You gave it the offseason, and they've had a terrible one. How much longer can this go on? So I corrected him, and I said, I actually said next May or June. When and if they don't make the playoffs, and there's no conceivable improvements made, that's when McDavid would probably have to ask. Now, that's just my humble opinion. Yeah. But they have traded goalies with Calgary. Oh, my God. And uh, barring Mike Smith's, is he 38? Oh, my God, really? Barring his... Oh, I don't know. He's on the wrong side of 30. Unbelievable comeback. Yeah, I think Mike Smith's 38. I think he's on the wrong side of 35. Um... I don't know that the Oilers are that good. One thing I would say, though, is that apparently they have a very strong farm system. Uh, As in Bakersfield was good, but I'm not really sure if that translates. Because the Marlies are always good, but you only get like one or two guys that really can make the jump. Dude, the Marlies made the uh, Calder Cup final in 2012. And had nobody on the team that made it. Didn't equal anything, Yeah. yeah. So what are your thoughts on that, and do you think... A, do you think Edmonton's had... Do you, could they do anything this offseason? Like, what could they have even done? Me, move Milan Lucic, and how would you do it? Well, that's the thing. Their mission... The 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 Oilers didn't have the luxury that the Leafs had, where the Leafs are like, okay, we're going to make the playoffs probably, so let's trade that first and get rid of Patrick Marlowe's salary. So that was fine. Now, it's going to look real dumb if the Leafs end up missing the playoffs somehow, but... Odds are, looking at the roster, they shouldn't do that. You would expect. That. The expectation is that that's that's reasonable. Yes. The Oilers can't do that. They can't tie a torpedo to Lucic, a uh, first-round pick torpedo. So if they were good, they could drop that contract. Yes. If <laughs> Right? So the rich get richer, the whatever. Uh, oh, well, damn. I thought this league was about parity, man. Oh, <laughs> I know. I'm sure there's a salary cap coming for that, too. Well. Is a stupid tax at some point, so yeah, they got no cap space. So to me, um, their mission really was to shed cap while trying to get better somehow, and they did neither of those things. <laughs> neither of them. They there's a couple uh, European bets that they have. Uh, I think it was penciled into the fourth line. I don't even remember their names. Um, small, fast, in their mid to late twenties. Hopefully they work out. And they signed Marcus Granlund. Mm-hmm. And instead of Cam Talbot, they have Mike Smith. <laughs> That's nothing. That's absolutely nothing. And I feel like we're not talking enough about how garbage of an offseason the Oilers have had. Like, non-relevant. Like, didn't even register. And I think... I don't know this, but I think... I feel like everyone thinks their farm system's good. 
You know what well, I mean? Well, yeah, I think the reporters have, and rightfully so, a um, a a definite. You develop an affection for these young guys a little bit. Yeah. And and I think that's you watch them all the time. You see them improve and go, wow, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, the one guy I would say who seems to hate the farm system is Scott Wheeler. Like <laughs> in Toronto's, no one is harder on the, oh, the Leafs one than Scott Wheeler, except for the one time he happened to write. Jeremy Bracco was probably the best passer in the Leafs organization, and people lit him up online oh for it. Oh, my God. And I was like... Pop mean- the brakes, Scott! Ah, There's text number two! No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, but it's... I it's... don't think that doesn't... That doesn't mean he's not the best passer. Yeah. It just means he's not... Maybe he's not the second best player in the organization. Yeah. It's but a ridiculous like... thing to say because it doesn't mean anything in terms of his ability to play in the NHL. But yeah, it but, might mean he's a great passer. Right. But, that's what it means. That's, that's the sort of thing I would I would that's the sort of so thing I'm, I would I'm say, listen, if all we were doing was a drill. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he just goes, Nope, best passer. But, ex- but maybe that's how what he meant. Right. And, and I and I think beyond that, you know, Scott I think so I think Scott's harder too hard on guys. I'm like, dude, like relax. Well, I also <laughs> but, but he's he has to be and a lot of guys have to be really tough on those guys. Because the majority is, it doesn't matter if you liked, like we used to love TJ Brennan when he was a, he used to score 50 or 60 points as a defenseman, never played a game for the Leafs. No, but you know what's funny? You looked at his statue, you go, how did this guy, no, he played a few games, he, oh, was, just, he was just trash. Uh, you, you look at his statue and you go, you know, how isn't this guy making it? And the second you go see him play, you go, ah. Mm. Me playing NHL. Basically, that's what he did. <laughs> me, me playing video game NHL without the skating, not passing. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, wicked on the power play. Um, I'm not as down on the Leafs farm system because you got to remember the purpose of a farm system. It's to make your team better. And oh, okay. Well, they don't have a lot of NHL ready forwards or guys who have a wicked high ceiling. Well, we just talked about how their top nine once Marner's locked up. Their top nine, literally, is locked up for, I think, at least three years. Three all years, of them. Yeah. yeah. It's it's unbelievable. So you're just worrying about the fourth line every year. Their defense, where the only guy signed is Riley, yes, that's a problem. But then you go Lilligren, Sandin, mm-hmm. Hollowell. They have, oh, uh, uh, Robertson, Robertson? Mm-hmm. Is it Dennis yeah. Robertson? Yep. Yeah, there you go. There's another one. So I'm not uh, overly concerned. But with the Bakersfield team filling in with the Oilers, like that seems to be the only way that Edmonton can take a conceivable step forward. Well, right? they, they don't need complementary parts. <laughs> you know what I mean? They need d- defensemen who can step into a top four role. They need guys who can step into a, a top nine. Can Evan Bouchard be that guy? Can you know what I mean? Like maybe they got a lot of maybe, mm-hmm. right? There, there's not a lot of can't miss. That's that's the big problem. And then they have a first round pick this year, and then they make the pick. I forget his exact name. Starts with an S. And all these fans, go- yeah, for sure. So- his name was Soilers. <laughs> it was. It's, it's like when Wheaton Soilers? King was drafted by the Brandon Wheat Kings. They had to draft <laughs> Soilers, McEdmonton. Um, You've had better. I've had better. I don't even remember where I was going with it. I'm going to abandon it right now. Can I ask a press conference question? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys make of the million people who have signed up on Facebook to storm Area 51 on September 20th and get them aliens? Yo, I respect that. <laughs> yeah, you respect it? And I think it's time. You think it's time think it's that time. we learn the truth? Now, if it's, was it 300 people? 
No. What? How many people signed it? A million. A million people. On Facebook. <laughs> well, like 300 are going to show up. Maybe. And I'll tell that. you this. You want to storm Area 51, it's going to take more than 300 people. You need a mob. You need a million people. Yeah. You've yeah. Uh, also shot the element of surprise, <laughs> folks, which if you were going to get a leg up on the old government there, um, I think uh, you're lacking on the surprise. Well, and, and also, has anybody considered, like, if you have an army that size, mm-hmm. first off, you got to get through some wire fences. Am I right? Mm. Yes. So you're gonna you're gonna have to get some wire cutters. Did anybody agree to bring wire cutters? Uh, hey, what about you're probably gonna get shot at, so you're gonna need something to shield you. Maybe that's, that's I mean, tougher than an anime pillow. You could hope. You could hope that the wall of bodies might help you. Oh my God. Um, and <laughs> like friggin' and maybe the fact that the U.S. government probably doesn't want to have hundreds of deaths on its hands. Maybe <laughs> maybe they would. Maybe you. You're, maybe that's your your shield. So maybe maybe one you of... can get off cheap on that one. And then maybe this. Okay. Have you uh, thought about this? Uh, Fences are electrified, so you're gonna need rubber gloves as well. And mm. then have you thought of this? People have got to go to the bathroom. Who's bringing the porta potties? And yeah. what about this? Who's catering it? Who's catering okay. the invasion I mean, of Area 51? One of the top comments on the Facebook <laughs> event is somebody mentions that from now till September 20th is giving the U.S. government too much time to just move the aliens to a different spot. Oh my god, yes! So, wow, we didn't even think about that! So the whole they might get in and the alien, they'll be like, oh, there's no aliens here because they've already moved them. Yes! And, so. I, and I'm sure Area 51 at this point is just like a shiny thing, shiny thing. What, if mm. they have the aliens, which I believe they do, I actually do. I think they've got something. They're not at Area 51 anymore. They're in AOC's <laughs> house. They're AOC's, AOC's house. house. <laughs> no, they're not in AOC's house. <laughs> one of, one of the Area 51 country. aliens is Sorry. vice president <laughs> right now. You freaking kidding me? You've, no, you've me... never looked at Mike Pence and gone, that's not your skin. <laughs> I have. Is this men in black? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Where all the weird people on earth are just really aliens? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's walking around with it. Yeah. Guy looks like Voldemort. Sugar water. <laughs> yeah. It's water. Adam, are you are you from here? No, it's just are you from Earth? Ever. Um, yeah, man. I, I think I think I think you gotta you gotta think that Area Fifty One is like you know when you when you throw the stick for your dog but you don't let go of the stick and the dog goes running after it. That's yeah. Area Fifty One. You've still got the stick, and the government's got the stick, yeah. and the stick is elsewhere, and Area 51 is probably just pretty empty right now. Mm-hmm. No, I think Maybe I'm going to catch the car this time. <laughs> I'm going to catch the car this yeah. time. Yes. This time, this is the time the squirrel, I catch the car. This is mine. Yep. <laughs> this, yeah. Oh my there God. are many others like it, but this is mine. I wouldn't know what to do with it if I got it. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Some people are going to have fun that day, I guess. I don't know. Watch. I like, hope somebody shows up and parties outside. I think that would be hilarious. Fire mm. Festival. Oh man. We found a new location. Blink 182 shows up and actually plays. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they were supposed to play Fire Festival too. They were. Did Ja Rule organize this Facebook event? Oh. He probably did. I, yeah. Weirdly enough, I don't know why I was thinking about this the other day. But Ja Rule, when he left jail, was talking about coming out with a all-microwave cookbook. Oh. Or an all-hot-plate cookbook. I can't remember which. I'm going to go with not microwave. So probably hot-plate. This one you put in for four minutes. Because that's what you get for... Because you can cook in your cell, I think, if if you've got good behavior. Where did Ja Rule go to jail? 
Oh, he's been there a few times. After Fire Festival? He didn't go to jail no, for Fire no, Festival. No, no, other that, stuff. no, Other stuff. He has been to jail. I'm oh, sure. I didn't know that. Okay. He's been charged on something. Maybe it was him? Yeah, anyway, yeah. somebody was coming up with this microwave cook, uh, slash hot, hot plate, plate cookbook, yeah. and I wanted to get it because I thought it would be really interesting to see how that worked out. <laughs> but no, I want it. Random. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> no, I... Maybe I'm wrong. I do. Maybe I'm wrong. It's an interesting Is concept. It? Yeah. For sure. I thought so. I was like, that's pretty smart. All yeah. right. So you're going to get your ramen. It's all just ramen. Sure. Jesus. Jesse, next Steven, uh, this weekend we're going to test your knowledge. Well, this week, I assume the radio show is going to test your knowledge. And this weekend is the British Open. <laughs> uh, let's so, play a game called What Sport Is That? I think it's golf. <laughs> is it golf? Let's play the game. It could on. just as easily be tennis. Simple question. Okay. Who is your pick? To win the British Open this weekend, uh, Jordan Spieth. Okay, is a golfer that has a good name pick. that I know. That's that's a guy. Yep. Yep. Is he any good? I assume he's not. I have the list of odds. Oh dear. And bad not, news for you. Not up there. I've searched for Jordan Spieth's name, <laughs> Uh-oh. and it's not one that registers on the odds from 100 to 1 to oh. 8 to 1. Hmm. Okay, um, <laughs> so can I pick um, Rory McIlroy? There you go. That's there you not go. Fair. Roy or- I almost said Conor McGregor. <laughs> that should have been the first guy. Rory yeah. McIlroy is the favorite to win yes! the British Open at 8 yes! to 1. Took two guesses. <laughs> so now you're ready for tomorrow. How do you talk about golf on the radio? Like just like that. Yeah. Oh my god. You talking about that's it. talking about golf is just talking about Tiger, really. Who's the guy who there's a guy who couldn't participate in a golf tournament? I want to say it might have even been the British Open. Mm-hmm. Allegedly because of a bug bite, but a lot of people think it's because they just wouldn't let him use a cart. He's the guy who smokes cigars all the time. John Daly? John Daly! I kept wanting to say candy, but I knew that was wrong. Yeah, he wasn't medically cleared to operate a golf cart. I think it was. <laughs> Golf's dumb. <laughs> yeah. How are you allowed? To- oh my god, how is that even a conversation? New question. Okay. Uh, I lost it. Can you name every team that Matt Cullen played for? Oh, there's a lot. And this got to be the last question because somebody oh boy. needs to get in here. Okay, Pittsburgh Penguins for sure. Carolina Hurricanes for sure. Minnesota Wild, like super briefly. How many teams? There's eight. Oh shit! Um, ducks. Oh my god! I don't know. Four. Mm, oh, he played for the Ducks. Yeah, the Ducks. Uh, I helped. He did. Four more. Nashville Predators. Five. Oh, Preds. Three more. Yes. Did he ever play for a Canadian team? Yes. Ottawa Senators. Six. Ah. Two more. He did. Adam, nice. Jeez. You're th- you guys each got three. It's two more ago. Did or one more? Play? How many of those count? I've lost my count. You had six. You had six. Six? Okay, two more. Did he ever play for the Rangers? Seven. Yes! You guys you had seven for seven! I can't believe the wrong okay, guess yet. Okay, we can't we can't <laughs> screw Yo, this one up. more. Okay. I'm not gonna You're not I'm gonna I mean I'll give you all the ones you got so far. Okay. Pittsburgh, uh-huh. Nashville, Minnesota, Ottawa, New York, Carolina, Anaheim. You're missing one. Can you go eight for eight? Oh. This is crazy if you do it. 
Yeah, I really, I can't believe thoughts? I'm here right now. Do you have any thoughts? I can't believe you're here at all. My, th- I, I, I want to say, okay, so I'm a visual guy. I'm trying to picture the jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the problem is he played for Dallas when they wore black. I think he, he with the big, uh, the numbers on the front? With the Mooderous, maybe uh, even. Or I think ugly. he, was it Dallas? Are you guys locking in your final? I'm yeah. locking in the Dallas. I, I, I'm with you. I, I You're going to lock this in decision. Dallas? Locking in Dallas stars. Come on. <sighs> oh, <laughs> shit. No. Good <laughs> guy for it. No. That would have been damn impressive. Come on. <laughs> Who was it? It was Florida. Florida. I was going to. I should have said it. No. No! Seven out of eight. Not too bad. Not too bad. I love I'm going to sit on that for a week now. (laughs) The press conference, by the way, when you ask questions like that, like trivia questions, please ask us trivia questions. I love trivia. They're our our favorite thing in the whole world. If you know a great trivia question about hockey, please hit us up and keep them coming. Get them in there. Not my favorite thing in the world. Stop hitting the mic. (laughs) Hey, listen, we got to go. But don't forget, today, Candle Pizza Meatless Monday. So get your meatlessness on. Cool? Yeah. Thanks to Panago and everyone who isn't the Florida Panthers. (laughs) (laughs) Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.